With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like Taylor Swift choosing what to wear. It's looking kind of chilly out today. I think I'll go with a cardigan. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest Talk Show. And today, I am broadcasting from uh, simply beautiful Atlanta, Georgia, with just a little touch of Southern flavor. I know you love that. And uh, so excited that you made a decision to join me today from all over the world. And I believe that the Spirit of God has attracted you here. So I want you to get ready open up your heart, and open up your spirit to receive. Well, it is a beautiful day here in the ATL. I'm looking out of my window. Uh, It's sunny and beautiful. And for that, I am so grateful. I hope that you have had a great week and that, in fact, this show will be just the thing that you need for today. Well, I have a great show for you today. My very special guest is Lisa Winston. She's going to be talking about life is happening for you and not to you. Anybody ever say, what does this keep happening to me? Well, Lisa's going to share her remarkable story and principles that you can adopt to really uh, help to change your life. I want you to remember to visit me on social media. Go to my YouTube channel want you to subscribe. I do lots of videos there. And if you're on Clubhouse, you have to be invited into Clubhouse. Um, Maybe if you know somebody who's on Clubhouse, ask them to invite you. I'm going to be going on Clubhouse once or twice a week. And you know, I really love Clubhouse because it's going to give me the opportunity to answer all of your questions. So uh, make sure you follow me on Clubhouse. And of course, on on Twitter is LOA Constance, Instagram, a law of attraction Constance, and on Facebook, Coach with Constance. Uh, Anything else? Yes, remember Dr. Joe Vitale is on the cover of the Law of Attraction magazine for this month and June. And it's absolutely free, so make sure you check that out. And uh, if this show is blessing you, I'm going to say since this show. It's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. But if since this show is blessing you, changing you, transforming you, you know, I, I have a vibrational mantra that I live in, that whatever blesses me, I bless. 
I'm thanking you for your donation. You can cash at me at dollar sign Constance Arnold, on no those spaces, or you could go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com, and there you will find my book, my coaching services, etc. I think that is it, but I'm going to answer a question before uh, I, I go on to Lisa, and it's about uh, forgiveness. So I want you to open up your heart. If you're mad at somebody, upset at somebody, resentful at somebody, uh, if you are angry, if you've been holding a grudge, this is for you. So I have received a lot of emails in 2020. And I'm just going to share some principles. I believe in 2020, a lot of stuff was revealed to us because we were in one place and still. So these are just a couple of the emails that I have received. And they all center on one thing, releasing and forgiving. This person said, Constance, my mom abandoned me when I was a child. And now that she's older, I am having to take care of her. I cannot ever forgive her for leaving me. And I am mad and upset all of the time. Another person said, Constance, my, ex, uh, my husband cheated on me 10 years ago. And during the pandemic, I still realize that I am so angry and upset with him and do not trust him. I can never forgive him. Never is a big word. And then lastly, my boss lied about me at work, which caused me not to uh, get a promotion and every time I see him I want to curse him out oh don't do that my brother and so let me just say up front I have worked with people in the area of of, of unforgiveness and learning how to release and forgive for 25 years and I'm going to say it is probably mm, probably the most difficult area that my clients really have had a difficult time relate, releasing. I want to say to all of you and to the three people uh, that sent in their emails, thank you for your honesty and your vulnerability. I'm in no way downplaying uh, these three uh, examples are very difficult. Uh, some of them are traumatic uh, and hard. But, but but let me just say this. I've had clients that will fight me to hold on their un, to their unforgiveness. Constance, they need to pay. Uh, and they blame and, you know, and they walk in unforgiveness all of the time. So, so let me just say this with the law of attraction. When you're in a state of unforgiveness, anger, uh, mad, resentment, uh, upset, talking about the other person, the energy and the flow of that is taking up all of your vibration. So, you know, everybody's talking about bandwidth right now. So let's just say you have 100% bandwidth, but your unforgiveness, resentment, mad, I'm pissed off constantly, I'm upset, is taking up 90% of your vibration, of your faith, of your thinking, you don't have room to manifest the new. So this is how I deal with, with, with my clients. So 
instead of focusing in on, I got to forgive the other person, the way I have learned to deal with it, I haven't always known this, is to let the primary focus be not on the other person, but that right now I am ready to give myself kindness uh, and, and compassion, uh, and I'm, I'm ready to start loving myself, releasing the pain to create the space for my new life. So you see that vibration, we're not focusing in on you got to talk to the other person or what they did to us or anything. So the primary focus is I deserve and I am ready to release this so I can show more kindness, compassion. I'm ready for my big life and live to big dream. And so once you make that decision, let me say, I believe that uh, 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 forgiveness is a decision, it's not a feeling. And for some of you, it has been so difficult, you need to pray, God, help me to want to forgive. Empower me to even help to make the decision to forgive, release, and move on. And so as you begin to make that decision, what you're doing is you're focusing in on creating your best life. You're transforming the pain and resentment into a higher sense of well-being for yourself. You're saying, I refuse to allow, give somebody else my power in my thinking, in my emotions. You know, unforgiveness, it makes you sick. You, you get ulcers in your stomach. You deserve better. So I'm going to say to you, so you make the decision, you choose, you know, unforgiveness is a choice, it's not a feeling. So number one, you got to know that you're going through this process, baby step your way through creating your new life. Uh, it's going to be a process, it may be a long process. Uh, you're going to be dealing with emotional and psychological healing of your pain, some of you, of your trauma, but the focus is going to be on you and not the other person. And remember, you're moving through this, okay? Uh, you're taking your power back. And you're understanding that it's going to take time for your emotions to align with your new vibration, with the new you, with your new mindset, with moving away from being a victim, uh, etc. You know, and, and so for, for the person who said, you know, I hate my boss, hate is a powerful word. What would happen if you begin to love and care for yourself? Think about, wow, all of the, how smart you are, uh, how brilliant you are, all the skills and the talents that you have. Begin to tap into that and to release that pain. And, and for the person who is mad at their mom, certainly that is traumatic. This is what I tell my clients. You've got to take the cards that you have been dealt. How can you take that and begin to really create a, a, a powerful life? I call it turning your mess into a miracle. Uh, so you're, you're telling a new story as you're transforming, as you are healing your soul. You're not the victim. You're not the poor me. You are beginning to script and tell a story with your new mindset, with your new conversation, with your new words. So people always ask me, do, do you need to talk to the person? And I have found over the years, Sometimes the only person you need to talk to is yourself. You can talk to a therapist 
you know, know that you're creating the newness in your life and walk through it that way. There have been many hundreds of my clients who felt like they just needed to talk to the person when in fact, many times the person did not even remember or they downplayed it, which, which, which made it more, more difficult. So you are accepting what happened to you. You are, are radically beginning to love and forgive yourself. You realize that you are the creator of your own life. Uh, I'm going to suggest to you, some of you might need really professional help to move through, uh, you know, this difficult time. Uh, if you're interested in working with the master, I would love to walk with you through this whole process. I've worked with hundreds of women through sexual molestation. That has never happened to me, but it happens to, they're saying now three in 10 women by the time uh, they are teenagers. I think that number is higher and not to mention men. Tyler Perry said it was only when he forgave his father that the big doors of opportunity began to open to them. So let's have a discovery call. I would love to uh, talk to you about moving through that process. Uh, and, and like I said, my process is definitely, we're not focusing in on the other person. We're really focusing in on how can I begin to manifest this powerful life that's waiting for me? How can I begin to release resentment and begin creating a powerful sense of well-being and freedom? Because the primary focus would be to start loving yourself, start releasing the pain and creating the space. You know, you need space to create creating the space. And when you do, you gradually take baby steps to move through that transformation. You'll begin to see little glimmers, glimmers, little glimpses of manifestation, things happening for you. Remember, uh, forgiveness is not a feeling. It's a choice. You deserve great manifestation. You know, uh, God is going to be there to empower you, to help you. Uh, a professional needs to be walking you through that process. You know, I tell couples, uh, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of stuff came up for couples and it's been there all of the time. And you, the, the person who said their husband cheated on them, you need to work through the process of forgiveness because relationships are built on trust, not love. And, and I never tell a couple what to do, uh, but you deserve more than, than uh, this person talked about all of the physical ailments that are happening in their lives. But my dear, you're going to have to make a decision. I'm going, I'm going to begin to love, care, extend kindness toward myself, and then make a decision about what you desire to, to do and to be in that relationship. All righty, everybody. I hope that the whole um, excerpt that I shared with you on forgiveness really helps you. You're better. Don't let people or circumstances rent space in your head. Free up your vibration. Free up your flow of faith. 
free up your mind and your mindset to receive something higher beyond what you've ever experienced, beyond what you've ever seen with your eyes. You know, the Bible says eyes have not seen, ears have not heard the wonderful and exciting and great things that God has for you. All righty, everybody, that is so good. I'm going to listen to it myself. Oh, my goodness. Everybody stay tuned to these quick commercials, and then I'm going to be right back with Miss Lisa Winston, and we're going to see what she has to share with us. So everybody, stay tuned. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Everybody, I am back. Let me take this cough drop out of my mouth first so you can hear me. Uh, you know, I always say that everybody who comes to my show that divinely that God has sent them to us. And today is no exception. My very special guest is Lisa Winston. Uh, she is a gifted vocalist. She can sing, y'all. Check her out on YouTube. Uh, she's a number one international best-selling author of Your Turning Point. She's a TV, TV host, intuitive mindset strategist, and inspirational speaker. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, she's had a life of extreme challenges. Uh, and when I read this, I said to myself, girlfriend, don't you ever complain again, uh, including losing her home to wildfire breast cancer, and neuro-Lyme disease, but all of that made her hungry for a deeper connection to source, to God, so that she could really authentically uh, find out who she is and find her true calling. So today she's going to be talking about how life is happening for you and not to you. She is the author of Your Turning Point, How to Break free from a life of limitations. You know, God never created us to be limited and break through to a life of miracles. The one and the only Lisa Winston. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Oh, Constance, I am so excited to be here with you today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> wow, I got to set my clock on you because I might go over. So <laughs> so let's just get into it. I have tons of questions for okay. you. But but let tell listeners just a little bit about your journey. Wow, oh when I read your bio. <laughs> it, it's almost too long and involved because it really started the moment I entered the planet. I had fear you know, I ended up, somebody tried to kill me. I've been raped several times, abuse, um, you know, physical issues that I didn't understand, which later manifested just, you know, two years ago as neuro Lyme disease. Um, I just was, I felt lost. I felt weak. I felt powerless. Um, I was never happy. 
And uh, as I went through my life, I have a 26 year old daughter. And so I was very unconscious, but I was still, you know, I always had this weird knowing that I was special because I was connected to God and I didn't know what that meant. So I went on a journey, you know, doing that too. I was a born again Christian. I was a Messianic Jew. I did all these things trying to find out what that connection was and who I really was. And um, yeah, so back in 2007, I lost my house to wildfire in San Diego. And two months after that, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So I was rebuilding and going through treatment for breast cancer at the same time. And all the while, I have to tell you, it's so cool. When, when you say something, watch your words, because I remember saying that, you know, <coughs> I was done in my singing business, which I, I'm not, but back then I felt like I was, I was done. Everything burned up. So I was like, everything has burned up, you know, and fire and everything else. It's completely gone. And before that happened, I was saying, I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out in the singing business. I'm so it was really interesting, you know, how everything burned up because I was burnt out and I wasn't happy. So the whole journey really was about surrender. It was about getting closer to my divine connection, finding out who I really was. Um, so I started reading Eckhart Tolle. I started, do you remember Lynn Grabhorn, Your Life mm -hmm. is Waiting? That was one of my favorite books that changed my energy, that, that made all kinds of crazy things happen. And so I really was on that journey and I spent a lot of time on my knees. I was in, my ex-husband was a narcissist, sociopath. And so lots and lots of this, you know, torturous stuff. And so I, I just kept praying, God, help me, <laughs> help me. I don't want to be here otherwise. Help me know what to do. So eventually I started doing Qigong and spending hours connecting to spirit that way. And one day I had, when I was in this 15 year relationship and we had rebuilt our home after wildfire and I got this download, I got this intuitive download that I knew that I knew that I knew that I had to leave. So I packed up my boxes. I took my daughter, I moved out and I was terrified. I, I only did it because of the knowing and I moved forward. And that's when I think I was 50 I don't know, 50 something, 53, maybe when I started that journey. And um, I wanted to find my life purpose. And that's when I started training and building my business for coaching and, and just, you know, finding my way that way. So I really believe that all roads led to where I am now, who I am now, and I'm still becoming, <laughs> we all are. And um, it was a wake up call. I had lots of wake up calls and I have, and I still am going through um, extreme surrender. And I can share more that with you about that when Neuroline hit me. And I don't want people to think that I am like so strong because we all get stuff that rocks our faith, right? And so I have been tested many times and I'm trying to listen a lot more deeply when things come to me. But that's, that's been my journey and that's why I'm oh. here now. So let's help some folk today, Lisa. Let's talk about surrender. I saw one of your blogs was surrender, acceptance, letting go the challenge and you know so many people right now are having to surrender to what happened to them during the pandemic surrender to how things are not the same surrender to they don't have a job or things have shifted what what could you give people insight in that area well first of all i'm with you i feel you because i've been affected too my partner lost his speaking gigs i my whole business changed you know everybody is in transition trying to figure out 
what things look like. And we're in that space of the great unknown. What's coming? We don't know. We've never been in this space before. So it is scary. It does create anxiety. But for me, it's kind of like it was that great universal halt. It was meant to be. We were, all of us were uh, on automatic, <laughs> you know, not paying attention. And the world has been in chaos for a long time. So I believe that all the problems that always existed have just been brought to the forefront, things that need to be worked on. Um, and the energies are changing a lot. But I want people to know that there is hope. There's always hope. First of all, your connection to God, to source, to the divine, whatever you want to call it, is critical. That's my number one step. If you feel lost, you have to find your faith. When I got sick with neuroline disease, I felt like I was being punished. I was going to die. I, I lost my faith and I have pretty strong faith and I had to find my way back. And what I want people to look at is number one, when you look back over your life, I love to do this, and you really give it you know, time and energy, you will see these divine synchronicities, these hits, these things that happened throughout the past that led you to where you are, which shows that you are being divinely guided, supported and loved at all times. And so you get to trust in that. I really believe the surrender process is, look, I'm God, guys. I'm here. I'm always here. I've never left you. But we have to come to a place of, oh, you know, we can't do it ourselves. And so we get to trust going through these, these trials and these tribulations because they're a gift. They're here to strengthen us always. So there is faith, you know, breathe, do whatever you can do. I do energy work. I still coach people around, around the anxiety and all the things that are happening. Um, get the support you need. Don't beat yourself up and don't focus too much on the future because we don't really know what's happening. Stay present in the present moment and focus there. And that will help you get through a lot better and find a lot more joy because I'll tell you, a lot of us have not had joy. We've lost it. And when you start to focus on joy and laughter, uh, things are easier. Yeah, for those who are watching this, for, somehow your video sort of froze for a second, Lisa, but that's oh, no. all right. You're fine. You're fine. So then you talk about allow life to refine you. And so that is difficult. Is that a part of the surrender? You allow it, it, life to refine. What does that mean? Yeah, well, I mean, it really, it really is part of the surrender. This whole, you know, the reason I, I wrote my book was because all these things happened you know, initially I would have thought they were to me, but they were for me. And so if you can't stand up to life's challenges, or if you say, you know, I'm not going to grow, I'm just going to push it aside. You know, life is going to keep bringing you the same challenge over and over and over. Right. And so when things happen, it's kind of like when I had breast cancer, people were like, oh, join the breast cancer groups and start, you know, uh, helping people with that or, or go on the runs or whatever. And I really felt like I didn't want to put my focus on the disease. It wasn't that I didn't want to support women going through the same thing, but I didn't want to put my focus or wear a, a t-shirt that said breast cancer run across my chest, which is the last thing because words and the thoughts and emotions create, right? And so I didn't want to let breast cancer define me. <laughs> I allowed it to refine me. I have to tell you, when I was going through that whole experience of the fire and the breast cancer, I had to live each day in the present moment. I had nothing. I lost everything. We lost everything in our house. We walked out with our two dogs and maybe a toothbrush. That was it. We had 10 minutes to get out. And so it was really a gift because we don't live in the, the present moment. I mean, even if we're given this situation, we're having trouble, we wanna get going, you know, people are ready to move through this and move on and get back to normal. But 
if we miss the gift of this challenge that's right in front of us right now, then we're going to go on in our lives and we're going to have more of these challenges over and over and over. And I'm not saying life isn't going to bring us challenges, but I really believe that if we miss the big ones that allow us to really grow, and again, I, like I said, we're always being grown and refined, um, we're going to get hit with the, what, which I call in my book, the big universal two by four over and over. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, you don't want to keep getting hit with that. <laughs> So, so, so you said what you don't repair, you repeat. Is that what you mean? Amen. Yes. Yes. Ooh, exactly. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. If you do not heal the subconscious stuff and, and I'm really kind of making peace with the fact that sometimes we can't heal all of it, but as long as we know it's there and it starts to lose its charge, I'm always doing work. I'm, I'm sure you're doing it too. I'm always mm-hmm. getting support, coaches, therapists, healers, different modalities, whenever something comes up. And that's okay. It's okay. But accepting it, you know, loving yourself regardless, not creating a story around it. The story is what really keeps it alive, right? So yes, that is absolutely what I'm talking about. If you it's like when I got married the first time and it was, my marriage lasted two years, I went right on to another one, just like him. And that lasted seven years and I had a daughter and it was horrific. So we keep repeating the patterns of the past because if we're looking for love in all the wrong places, that's what we're going to keep doing. We really need to look at the signs, address them, get the support and make different choices and move on. So for my listeners, Lisa, her partner is Dr. Joe Vitale. And so uh, when she says looking for love, did you change your story? You were talking about changing our stories so that those stories don't keep repeating. It's kind of like if you're, if you're on Netflix and you keep looking at the same movie and you keep saying, why does this keep happening to me? Right. So, so did you change your love story or what? So that listeners can change their love story, their money story, their I am deserving story. I'm nosy, Lisa. What did you do with that? God, Constance, that is such a great question. And that's a deep one. And I'm not even a hundred percent sure what I did, except <laughs> I know that I, kept following my path. I had no, no matter what I was doing, you know how you always have that inner gnawing. And if you're not going in the right direction, you're like, dang on it. You know, what is it? Why am I, where, like, what is it saying? You try to tune in to what you're getting. If you're not in alignment, you're going to know it. Right. And so I kept making, I kept taking those divinely orchestrated baby steps, the next step and the next step and the next step, because that's all we can do. And I always tell, this is what I teach in my book too. If we don't listen to our divine inner guidance, our Mm -hmm. GPS system, which is always right. If we don't learn to listen to that and follow it, even when it's unknown, even when it's scary, we're not going to get where we need to go. So I got really good at following those baby steps. And I have to tell you, I, um, I interviewed Joe for one of my summits back in 2017. And that's when Uh, That whole summit I had was crazy energy off the charts. But anyway, we just had this incredible energy between us. And he started following me on Facebook. And I was like, well, you know, hope we get to do another summit with him someday. (laughs) But we never spoke for almost a year. And so it was just these 
these little hits, he got hits too. And so he said yes to them. Like when I was in San Antonio with a, a different coach, I just signed up with a coach in San Antonio to work with for six months. I ended up there. He saw me on Facebook. He, he texted me and said, you want to meet for dinner or whatever? And, you know, and I said, yes. So we both didn't know what was happening, whether we were supposed to work together, create a book together or what we were supposed to do. We said yes. And we kept taking little baby steps. We didn't create a story around it. And so for me, I ended up writing my book and getting to know Joe even better. I was in Pennsylvania for six months taking care of my mother who was dying from breast cancer. Mm. But at the same time, I was writing my book. I was, Joe was helping me with the book via you know, online and, and, and email. And in that space is when I really hit this, this miracle space, which we're really in all the time because we are a miracle. And Joe always you know, loves to say the miracle is now because that's true. Mm -hmm. That really shifted my life when I heard that. But I was in that space where I'd be driving my car and, you know, all of a sudden I'd look up into the sky and it was like the, the clouds parted and there was God and I was on my face bawling. I was in such a, a space of divine love. And I really feel like when we're on our path and we really follow those hits and we're really heading towards what it is we're supposed to go towards, we embody that divine space that we are, that miracle that we are. I'm getting red. Sorry. I'm like, I'm, I'm sweating yeah. saying it. <laughs> You know? Okay, I'm getting ready to cry. Go ahead. Oh my God. <laughs> that's very so, powerful. Well, and, that's and, and, and you know, for listeners, that's hope because I love that you said all you and Joe were doing was just taking the next baby step, next baby step, not knowing totally, like doc, Dr. Martin Luther King said, you know, he said, just take the next step. Uh, you know, you don't know the whole stairway, but just right. take the next step. And for listeners, sometimes I know the law of attraction and everything we're supposed to do. You pulling out your fan. Oh girl, I got one over here too. Do you have one too? Uh -huh. <laughs> and so um, for listeners, just your next step for this moment, for today, for this afternoon, for this morning, for this evening, whatever time you are, leads you to your miracle, like, like Lisa was being led. And you know, I want to say something else too. When we say we're looking for love, I was in so many, you know, I was married twice and I was in abusive mm -hmm. relationships. I was in a 15 year relationship. And frankly, when I left to do my coaching business, I was done with relationships. So I really was, you know, dating a little here and there as I was going along, but I was not looking for a man. I was not looking for a man with money or, you know, fame or fortune. I wasn't looking for anything. And so when we, and when he befriended me, I was almost like, well, you know, what's the chances of this? Number one. And number two, who am I, you know? And then I went through that worthiness issue. So um, it's like you, you can make your lists of who you want or who you would prefer in a relationship. But again, if you were so busy looking at your list and not tuning into your guidance and taking and saying yes to the things that are presented to you, even when they don't make any sense and moving from place to place, you're going to miss that, that soulmate that shows up in your life. So true. that's how it happens when you're not looking. <laughs> okay. You preaching now. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I got to get you, everything out again. <laughs> okay. You preaching Lisa. And so for listeners, you know, the principle is Lisa was just taking her next step, doing what spirit God had led her to do, not knowing the whole vision. And I just believe that, you know, God can orchestrate stuff yeah. behind the scenes on our behalf when it doesn't look like anything is happening. So for listeners, you might be taking your next step career-wise, in relationships, building a home. I don't know what it is, but I just believe that that story really encourages people, Lisa. 
Thank you. I hope so. Cause it really, is, it really works. Even when you don't know, I didn't know what was happening at the time. I was just doing it, you know, just saying yes to the steps. And then that's why, you know, that's how I got all the information from my book. Although, but my book, my next book will change quite a bit from, you know, what's happened the last two years. So, so, so you mentioned miracle space. What is that? And how can listeners, what are some components or elements of that? How can listeners tap into that? Well, I want to be clear because my journey changed so much. So let me be really transparent in saying okay. I was in that miracle space I told you about at my mom's where I literally was in divine love. I had my show, my TV show fall on my lap. Things were falling in my lap. People were coming to me. I was just in this beautiful space of embodiment and alignment where that's where we all want to live, right? Where things are just easy mm -hmm. and come to us. But when Joe and I got together, and um, we started traveling, you know, we went to Thailand, etc. And then when I ended up, we came back from Italy because we had stayed for a month in a home with toxic mold. Um, when I got hit with NeuroLyme, which we, they didn't know at first, um, I felt like I was being punished. I felt like something was wrong. I felt like, oh my God, I just wrote a book about the miracle space. What am I doing here? So what I came to learn was that I had to go through one more big lesson to gain my strength, to gain new understanding, and to understand that the miracle space exists 24-7, right? We don't breathe our lungs. We don't beat our hearts. We don't, you know, we don't make the air in the sky for us to breathe. I mean, if you think about it, something else is breathing us, right? So we have to remember that we are the miracle. You know, we, we are the embodiment of the divine. I don't know how that all works. It's miraculous to me. But that space exists at all times. And I believe that it's our disconnection to it. You know, our resistance, our anger, our unhappiness, our chasing things. I really believe that you need a spiritual practice. That's me. I don't care who you are. It can even be sitting in stillness for five minutes in the morning and at night. It doesn't have to be any long-winded thing. But if we disconnect from that space, then we start having those really human moments, you know? And so it's like the miracle space hasn't left us. We've left it. <laughs> and that's what I really learned from that journey with NeuroLine, which I'm still on. I'm not 100%, but I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the journey and, and the lessons and the understanding that I am still part of the divine. I am a divine strength. You know, it's like the sunshine, the rays, they're all a part of the big sun. We are all, we are that, and we are in that right now. But so, we have how, to so how did you, for listeners, how did you stay grateful, stay hopeful, stay you know, I might would have had an attitude some days like, God, what is this? What did you do in order to stay aligned with, okay, this is my circumstances, but the truth is I'm healed, I'm whole. How did you walk that out for listeners? Such a great question because so many people have horrific situations and mm -hmm. they, get, they get plowed under. And uh, first of all, I had incredible support with Joe. I mean, he took mm -hmm. me to the functional doctor three days a week. He, when I was walking around, I had so many symptoms and I was, I almost died. I mean, I was mm -hmm. uh, crazy panic because it was in my central nervous system and my whole body was affected. I couldn't see or drive for five or six months. Mm -hmm. So he was shopping, he was doing everything. And he was with me during those crazy moments. And let me tell you, <laughs> when you're with somebody and you're like that, 
that's about as close as you can get to somebody. And if they don't leave yeah. you, you're in a good space. So real love. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And support. So support is everything. But I have to tell you, I went through about two months of really being terrified, being really angry at God, really angry. You left me, you know, my angels aren't anywhere. There's nothing, there's nobody, you know, what did I do to deserve this? And then something happened where I just decided, <clears throat> okay, I'm more than this. And I don't know if I'm going to die, but I'm going to, I'm going to start fighting. Right. Mm. And so I started posting sticky notes all over my ceilings, my walls, big ones, you know, with all kinds of affirmations and all kinds of saying for he sayings for healings. I started doing Donna Eden's any energy work every day. I would put, you know, Jason Mraz on and turn it up and start dancing around the room, even though I couldn't see. I would get on my bed and pretend that I was speaking in front of the audiences that, you know, that I used to speak in front of and that I wanted to speak in front of bigger ones. I would tape myself and act as if I was speaking to them for future paving. And so I just really started doing everything and anything that I could think of to elevate my vibrations, to get me out of that hole. And as I started to do that, my vibrations started to rise. I kept doing my treatments, I kept doing everything else. But it really took, for me, it took um, a lot of action, you know, putting all those tools that I have in my toolbox, my toolkit, into play. Qigong. I mean, yes, Joe, I was doing something 24 seven practically. I didn't sleep for two months straight. I was that sick. I couldn't sleep. My adrenals were off. And so I, I did everything I could think of. And don't, don't think I didn't grape in between some days because I did. It was not easy, but we have this incredible power within us. Yeah. We are not weak. We are not victims. We are not wimps. We, but we have to be brave enough just in the moment to take those steps, to take those actions and see what happens. If we just lay there and surrender to dying, then nothing good is going to happen. And that's surrender in a different way. That's not <laughs> the surrender uh, we talked about. That's a good juicy nugget. So what else do you have in your toolbox that you feel like listeners can begin to utilize in order to move from where they are to where they desire to be? Uh, because it, I always say it's a choice. You know, the Bible says, choose you this day. Yeah. You know, some days I'm like, I'm just going to have, a, I'm not feeling it today, God. But then I have to choose. Yeah. And so I'm saying for listeners, you are a powerful manifester, like Lisa said, but you have to choose. So what else you got in that toolbox, uh, Lisa, that people can use? I love your questions because they're so Thank practical you. for people that, you know, want to know. And, and again, we get so overwhelmed with books and tools. You know, we can, we can read all kinds of processes, but we really need to reel it in and do a couple of very simple things that we can commit to because if they're overwhelming, we're not going to do them. Right. So you can do silly little things like I like I started before I you know get out of bed a lot of times I'll, before I even open my eyes I'll visualize like my daughter who I haven't seen in a year and four months and I miss her terribly mm. I'll see her I'll, I'll see a memory of her one that makes me cry it just brings that love to my heart because I miss her so much and I just stay in that that whatever that vision is that I get for just a few seconds, maybe a minute until I start feeling my vibrations elevate. Because the whole thing is, is that, gosh, it is like, it is like magic. And you know this Constance, when you elevate even just a little bit, even when you do gratitude, I do gratitude. And there are days I'm like, yeah, I'm grateful for my pen. I'm grateful for my little fan here, you know? Mm -hmm. But even if you do that, 
and you don't believe it's going to work, the more you start saying it, something clicks in and it just takes over and, and all of a sudden you're elevating your emotions and your vibrations. So I do a little bit of, you know, Qigong. I do some morning energy exercises, my Donna Eden, you know, wake up routine, which takes me all of three minutes. And I, I've been practicing spring force Qigong for years. I used to work with Master Chuny Lin years ago in Minneapolis. So you, it doesn't have to be big. Commit to gratitude. Commit to elevating your vibrations by closing your eyes and thinking of someone or a situation or the beach or something you love long enough that you can actually sit in it and feel your vibrations start to rise. Do anything to elevate your vibrations. And, and like I'm telling you, it, it can take you three minutes a day or twice a day just to start the process, but just start somewhere. I love that. So what else do you have from your book or from your life, Lisa? Come on, give it to us. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that people can think about, meditate on, or begin to implement in, in their lives a truth that they can more fully understand that life is happening, not to them, but for them. For them. Yeah, that's a great question. I have to sit and think about that one. I know that saying yes is really important. Ooh. And not that you're a yes person, right? I'm not a yes man or a yes woman. But gosh, there are so many opportunities that we miss when they come to us. And we're like, no, I don't know how to do that. Or no, I don't, you know, I don't think I should do that. I, it, because we start stories. We start stories. And so if you can just say yes to whatever comes down your path, say yes. And then figure out how to do it later. Allow the universe to expand it later. But, if, but also make sure that it resonates with you. And that's why in my book, I really start just to dabble on teaching intuitive connection because, you know, so I, oftentimes we'll uh, be on the freeway driving, right? And we feel like we're supposed to get off the first exit. We get off the second and there's an accident, right? We don't listen. So really starting to listen to that inner guidance because let me just share something else too. Once you start listening to your inner guidance, this is just coming through from spirit. So I'm going to mm -hmm. go ahead and say it. Go ahead. We flowing. Yeah, we are flowing. So when you start feeling that, you know, that, that whatever comes to you is in alignment, right? Sometimes you don't know. It's like, well, how do I know that's truth? How do I know that I follow that? How do I know that's my intuition, right? And so what I'd love to say is that there's truth and non-truth. And the way you can figure that out is that non-truth has a heavy energy to it. It's sticky. Heavy energy and sticky energy creates a story. So if you are aligned, you think you're aligned with something and you're thinking about doing it, but all of a sudden you have this, well, yeah, but I can't, but I don't know. You start this, this story in your head, then I would go over to the other side because truth is easy. It's light. It's not heavy at all. And with truth, there is no story. Remember when I told you I left a 15-year relation, mm -hmm. relationship? I literally got a download. I didn't even have to question it because I knew that I knew that I knew. I don't know how to tell you that I just had a knowing, but I did. So you can determine between truth and non-truth. Story, no story. Heavy, light. And so you start using your tools. <laughs> there are so many to determine whether that's a good step for you to take. Okay, so you, you mentioned story a couple of times. Can listeners intentionally begin to create their own stories? What would that look like uh, in a very practical way uh, okay. every day? Oh, yeah. Any, what, what is it you want? What is it you want? 
we talk about law of attraction, we talk about all of these things. And, you know, oftentimes we're still committed to our subconscious stories, our wounds. And again, that brings up pain and suffering and yucky feelings, right? So create a new story. Like, um, I just got this vision the other day and I told Joe, I said, I got a vision. I have like an eight-year-old car, which I'm fine with, right? I love mm -hmm. it. But I was like, I got this vision of driving and like, it just flashed in and I felt it. It was a vision of driving a new car. And I thought, well, you know, I don't know if I really need a new car right now or whatever. And Joe said, you know, no, sit down. And I want you to start imagining, visioning, you know, thinking about what it is that you really want and taking the time to just really and so what we have to do is we have to override <laughs> like i, I told word. joe this, yeah well i just told joe this morning you know my parents taught me practicality like you don't overspend you buy things that are useful and and joe said to me why you know that's great but why do you have to do that you don't have to do that and so what i'm trying to do is to elevate my stories you know release the old stories and elevate and create a new story that maybe doesn't align with me right the second, but if I really focus on it, and, and again, I want to bring up to your listeners, listeners that, that that may be a self-worth issue. Absolutely. So, you know, if we don't feel like we need it, it's probably because we feel like we don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Just, you know, working on creating a new story and then not trying to push through it, right? If we don't feel connected to it, we just start somewhere. We start with a vision. I have a vision board and I keep changing it and putting it up there. And it's so funny because even when you don't look at it all the time, it's still creating, it's in your vibration. So again, you have to actively participate. You, it is your life, it is your story, it is your thoughts that create. And so if you just start somewhere with something you want or something you wanna change, look at what's coming up, get support if you need it. I always say that because I'm a firm believer in support and I know you mm -hmm. are too as being a coach. Um, and then don't stop. Don't give up the story unless it doesn't feel aligned anymore. Right. That's good. So, again, it's just taking action, you know, just. Well, you know, all of my listeners know my Mercedes story, but I got to tell it again because it fits in here. Like 25 years ago, Lisa, I didn't have no credit. I did have credit, but I had filed bankruptcy. It might have been 30 years ago. And uh, so I, I said, I felt I got the download. The spirit said, I want you, you know, Mercedes. And so I went in the dealer, didn't have credit, had filed bankruptcy. And I went in and they laughed and we talked about our stories. And so uh, I would go in every Saturday and drive it. I didn't yeah. know how, but my story was, that's mine. And then I made me up a little rap song. I'm like, because I told him, I said, I want black on black in black and I'm black. Black on black in black and I'm black. So I would rap my little song. And then the story that I was telling myself, I didn't know how, etc. I got a keychain, a Mercedes keychain. I couldn't afford, you know, so I was doing all the action I could, Lisa. And so the long and short of that was, my story was I had gotten a download from the spirit. I would go and visualize and drive it every Saturday. They would have the key ready for me. Hello, Miss Constance, here's the key. I and I drive around. But the long and short of that was that is, I got the download. You don't have to know how, you just have to know what. Got the download, took the action, and they delivered that to my house. And I had my girls, we were driving around, my, my, my girlfriends, I said, we got to look cute driving around in Atlanta. And I was rapping my song that I had said for a year, 
black on black in black and I'm black. I put some music to it. But that kind of helped Doc to get in my subconscious. And that's just an example of I told myself a different story. I said yes to myself. So since you said car, I had to share that, Lisa. Yeah, but I love that because that's what I did. I actually have a picture of a red car I found that I loved. I fell in love with it. Okay. And it's a sports car. And I did the same thing when I couldn't even, right after I started being able to drive again with Lime, I, that's one of the things I did to elevate. I was like, I'm getting a new car. And I went in and I started driving that car. And I have now I have pictures of it on my vision board. So I love that you shared that next step that I did not share that you can, you know, to, to actually go see it, drive it, feel it, do it. If you, you want a certain house, go to open houses and walk through whatever it is to elevate. So that's really, that's so powerful. And I love that story. And I'm glad you got it. Yeah. <laughs> and since With all that, you had to. <laughs> I'm a Mercedes girl. Everybody knows yeah. who's been listening for twig. Anything else you want to share, Lisa? Yeah, you know, I just want to say to people, and I really, I'm feeling emotional right now. Okay, go ahead. Because people are so stuck in their stories, you know, and they have so little hope. And if you would know how beautiful you are and how powerful you really are and how brilliant you really are, I'm sorry, I'm crying. I'm just That's so okay. emotional. And how much spirit loves you. You, you know, we think that there's nobody, we're looking for love, we don't love ourselves, blah, 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 right? Spirit loves you so big that in this time and space on this timeline right now, you know, spirit decided to conspire in all the universe to create you right here, right now. Bam. That was done out of love. And you are never left. You are always supported and you have the divine within you. So how can you not be supported? So I really want to just bring you back to that space of the miracle is now. You are a miracle. This life, this moment is a miracle. <laughs> it's mind blowing. Really, I'm getting goosebumps. If you just go to that space, you can change everything. Your vibrations will skyrocket. You know, that is so good, Lisa. And I love what you did and are doing. You just took a baby step. I think sometimes people, you know, just in this moment, if people could just do that. And, um, you know, on that, we flowing by the spirit today, y'all. Uh, I'm going to stop there because that's just where we need to end. So I, I, listeners, I want you to listen to this over and over and over again. Sit down, let the spirit minister to you. You know, maybe sit out. I don't know what season it is you are in. Uh, in Atlanta, we're in the spring. You guys are there in California. Well, you're in Texas, right? In Texas, yeah. in Texas you know, it's a little, it's a little warmer, but just almost summer. <laughs> almost summer, yes. Uh, uh, and um, just sit down and meditate. And you know, like Lisa said. You know, God loves you unconditionally. You know, we hear that, you know, no conditions. One of my mentors said, Constance, before the foundation of the world, before you were born, apart from your actions and or deeds, God's grace was super abounding and multiplying in your life. And for listeners, everything that you need has been provided for you before you were born. And like Lisa said, just sit in that stillness. And you know, the spirit will tell you what your next step should be. It may seem small, insignificant, but boy, I always say God loves uh, small things so that the spirit can really exponentially make them big and just blow your little mind. 
that's my story and I'm sticking to it, Lisa. I don't know what you're talking about. So tell <laughs> tell listeners about your website. How can we get your wonderful book? Uh, where are you on social media, et cetera? Yeah, um, you can find me at lisaawinston.com. I always laugh because there's a bodybuilder, Lisa Winston, who stole my URL. So I had to use Lisa A. Winston. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, right? And um, you can also check out uh, our episodes. We're starting up the Mindset Reset show again after a hiatus with, with COVID and my illness. But um, it's MindsetResetTV.com. I co-host that with Robert Clancy, who's an amazing author himself. Um, you can find my book on Amazon. I have the ebook, the hard copy paperback, you know. And I also have um, today, actually, it's being released in Italy, in Italian, today in my book as well. So if you're Italian, you can go to Amazon Italy and find it there. And then, you know, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Um, so I'm around. You can find me. <laughs> Are you, have you start singing again? You know, I sing on and off. When I had Lyme, it really affected my voice. And so it, my voice still comes and goes a little bit. Um, but Joe and I are planning on doing some stuff uh, eventually in the studio. We're writing some songs and we're doing some stuff. So I'm super excited because as creatives, if we're not creating, we're hurting ourselves. Yeah. So well, I can't wait know, to get back to it. I'm glad I asked that question because I was going to say, take us out with a 30-second song. Oh. <laughs> but, but, but since you aren't singing, because uh, everybody, this woman can sing. She has soul, and uh, but I won't ask you since you're just getting your voice back. Yeah, I probably could, but yeah, no, check no, me out. I'll just I'll post. I usually post some things here and there. So yeah, yeah. It's been an honor to connect with you. You are a powerful woman. It's been divine. It is divine. Everybody, visit her website. Check her out. Check her and Joe out. Um, on social media. I just love Dr. Joe Vitale. Uh, he's a powerful man. And uh, uh, that's all I'll say about that. Why I, I, I'll, I'll say something after I hit stop. But everybody, uh, visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And as I say every week, you can do this one small, small thing. Make a decision to get happy, stay happy, be happy, and just see what happens. Make a decision. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. You can make a difference. Recycle your denim during Plato's Closet's Go Green with Jeans campaign. Earn cash for your denim today. And if you need denim pieces, you're in luck. We always have jeans, jackets, shorts, and more at an everyday value. See how it works? Earn money when you sell your denim. Save money when you buy. Plus, our earth gets some love. Go green with jeans at Plato's Closet. With 14 locations in the Atlanta area. Find your nearest location at platosclosetatlanta.com.